Welcome back to another episode of the Startup Therapy Podcast. This is Ryan Rutan, joined as always by my friend and the founder and CEO of Startups.com, Will Schroeder. Will, we talk about all things startups and, you know, all things founder related. One of the things that, you know, we're all chasing some kind of success, right? And so we, I think there are probably some misconceptions of what success actually looks like. Um, is it really like the, the private island, private jet, giant yacht? Like, is, is that where we draw the line? Is that what success looks like? No. First off, no? probably because we won't get there, right? <laughs> second, second off, uh, what's funny is we all pictured like this Super Bowl moment. Yep. Where like, you know, when we see somebody ring the, the bell at NASDAQ and we're like, oh my God, like that must yep. be the moment, right? Right. And I think what we don't realize is while that is a, a, a celebration, you know, a celebratory moment, it really happens way before that. Yeah. And in ways that I don't think uh, first-time founders especially really appreciate until long after it happens. So I thought what would be cool is if we could start to talk about some of those seminal moments that maybe some of the people going through their startup right now are actually feeling right now yeah. and don't even realize that these are the moments of success. These are probably some of the best moments of their, their, their career. And they may not even realize they're happening or in some cases, how close the most important parts of their uh, careers are, are to their success. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They're, they're closer sure. than they think, hopefully. Yep. All right, so before we get into this next topic, I just want to let you know, what we talk about here is like 1% of the conversation. You know, really this conversation is going on all day long online at groups.startups.com where Ryan and I pretty much talk endlessly with founders about every one of these topics. So if by the end of this discussion, you like the topic and you want to dig into it a little bit more with Ryan and I, just head to groups.startups.com and we'll pick it up from there. Right, right. Yeah, if you're, if you're pinning success on the exit or, you know, some other major cataclysmic event, um, then it's tough, right? But if you start to, to think about in the terms that we're going to talk about, it's far closer to you than you think. Um, it's funny, but something you said sparked a thought in me, which is that there's a lot of parallels between childhood and parenting here in that yeah, oh, yeah. a lot of these success milestones are things that we didn't necessarily appreciate when we were going through them until later when you don't have them and you're trying to recreate those moments for your own children. I'm going through a lot of these now where it's like, man, and I'm sure that it wasn't, but my parents made this seem effortless or like that it just sort of happened. Like these, these things, these things existed in my life, which, you know, I not necessarily took them entirely for granted but I certainly didn't appreciate them as being really important moments at the time and now, or, nor the effort that goes into to achieving them. And now as a parent, where I'm trying to, to create some of these milestones for my own kids, uh, I have a much better appreciation. So I think that, you know, to your point, as we look back on these things, I think it's easier to see, uh, but in the moment, uh, you know, can be tough. So where do you want to start? You know, I just want to pick up on that for a second. Uh, last night, I just had this moment with my son, Will. He's five years old. And uh, I had this moment where... Will's just a terror, right? He's like, basically, whatever I would have been at five years old, he's yeah. just that, right? I've he's got the exactly three and a half year old version of my house. Jack. It's unbelievable. Yeah, same thing. And so uh, he's acting like a psychopath. Um, and, you know, I'm, all I can think to myself is I just want to hit the fast forward button on this. Again, this is the parallel. <laughs> I just want to hit the fast forward button on this so I can have the yep. not psychopath version of him. Right. But then like an hour later, we're laying on the couch and he's got his little jammies on, right? And he's all cuddly. And he's like, nope. Dad, I just want to like snuggle with you. And I'm like, this is the best thing ever. I this never want ever, it to end. I want right? this to stop. Yeah, don't, 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 don't move forward. Stay this size. Stay this way. The forever. difference yeah. though oh, is man. he's this adorable little dude, right? Yeah. 
Conversely, when I think about the milestones that we hit that make us feel successful, and I think of all the horrible times we had before that, like yeah. making payroll, there's right. no version where I'm like, oh, it's great to not make payroll. <laughs> right. Like, nope, yeah. God, we're past nope. that one. Well, yeah, we'll gladly fast forward past that point. Well, that, that's a good one. So why don't we dig in there? Let's talk about let's talk about specifically making payroll. Um, because it is one of those milestones that uh we can certainly take for granted. Like once you get there, there's a huge amount of relief but it's probably not celebrated in the way that it should be because that's a big deal, right? So differently, not making it is a really big deal. <laughs> Everybody notices that, right? Everyone yeah. notices that one. We get to a point where uh, early on, when we're just starting off, no one's making payroll. I mean, that's kind of the, yeah. the, the way it goes. Sometimes yep. in a services business, you can kind of like, you know, help uh, defer some of your comp. But generally speaking, if you're getting into this for the first time, you're not making your own payroll for a very long time. Oh, for sure. Maybe sort of making other people's payroll as you go. Yeah. But every single time that I was lying in bed at three in the morning, staring at the ceiling, it was usually about payroll, right? It was usually like if X, Y, and Z doesn't happen, then I'm not going to be able to make payroll. And I would just see like this viewfinder image of each of of my employees going through my mind. Right. It, like like a yearbook photo where they're all getting crossed out, right? And yes. like, it was, oh my God, it killed me. It, it killed me. Yeah. And so- Well, it's one of those pressures think, you can't just take on as a founder, right? Like there's so oh many gosh, things that, no. you know, there's, there's hits to the business that we can just absorb, right? As founders, right. we just take it and we just take it and we just take it. But when you're talking about paying money out to somebody else, right, there's no way that we, we absorb that and, and shelter them from that other than paying their salaries. Right. The minute you don't do that, real things happen to them. Right. Like they so can't make mortgage, about. rent, bills, whatever. Yeah. It's a it's a nasty one. And it's it's the one of the few things you can't sh- shield people from. Yeah. When I think about it now, when I think about payroll and when I think about what it means to have all these lives affected, it's not what people think when they're outside the company. Right. When yeah. I'm at a barbecue and someone says, hey, are things going OK? And I'm like, hey, they're going good or going bad. They think about themselves just naturally. Yep. They have a right. job where they go, where the only thing that can really happen in most cases is they get fired, and, and it's horrible, of course, and, and yeah. they have to fend for themselves. They don't understand that what we have to do is fend for everyone else. So all of a sudden, we're taking on everyone's life story, right? And yeah. the burden that comes with that, which is brutal. Right. And I think for a long time, uh, as we're trying to figure all this stuff out, we're sitting there going, uh, okay, shit, if everything goes south, um, my whole world's going to be messed up. But man, right. so is this person and that person and that yes. person. And we start to get to a point where we're stressing out over everyone's lives. And then one day we're not. And then one day we're not. And then one day yep. we wake up and payroll got covered. And we don't even really notice it. Right. Except the next week happens, the next week happens, the next week happens. And all of a sudden payroll's covered. And yep. all of a sudden, what used to be one of the most gruesome aspects of our anxiety <laughs> just yep. goes away. Yep. Just goes away. And all of a sudden, we're like, well, shit, right? Uh, we find whole other problems. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? they, they, those, but at they that were moment, there. Yep. it's off our shoulders. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a good feeling. And it is a success point. And I, and I don't, and again, I don't think we give it enough, enough weight here because for as bad as not making payroll is, making payroll shouldn't just be like, okay, now we're in a comfort zone. Um, and I think we'll talk about this a little bit later. I know we, we wanted to talk about uh, a couple more topics related to this. Um, 
but think about all of the things that that empowers, right? So for yeah. everything that, that, that not making payroll derails and disables, making payroll does a lot of things. I mean, I don't even want to count up the, 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 the millions of dollars that we've pumped out in payroll at this point, uh, but think about where all that's gone, right? That's, right. It's, it's real. And again, part of that's because we don't directly feel it. We see, you know, maybe by, by proxy, we kind of understand what people are doing with it. And of course, they like to get paid. Uh, but it's life building for everyone who's receiving that salary. And so, again, once it, once it sort of leaves our, our, our accounts, uh, no longer ours, no longer our problem or our benefit. Uh, but a lot of really amazing stuff is happening on the other side of that. And so it, it's a really interesting and it's such a black and white thing, right? There's not really a spectrum to, to payroll. You're either making it or you're not. And if you're not making it, it's fucking awful. And if you're making it, it's awesome. Right? So I'm glad we started with this one because it, it is one of those that it's, it's absolutely so stark in its contrast of what happens when you cross this seemingly, you know, not that it's a minor milestone, but it, like to your point, it's not one that we look at and go like, all right, everybody heads down. We got to make payroll. Like this is what we're going to do. Like we're aiming to make payroll now. I don't think I've ever said that to anyone nor heard anyone say that. Of course, if they're not making it, they're talking about it. Uh, but to your point, the minute we start making it, the conversation goes away, which is kind of odd. We need to celebrate it. It creates an uncelebrated success is what I'm saying. 100%. Right? It, it, here's, a, here's a good example. When you make a, a monthly payment and you make the last payment, I don't care if it's your student loan debt or your car or yep. whatever it is, right? At that moment, when you write that last check, when you make that last payment, it feels awesome. Right, you yes. actually might go celebrate it because you've yep. been, it's been, you know, yep. haranguing you for so long. You can now afford to go celebrate it. <laughs> right, exactly. But, but it goes by so quickly. You yeah. write that check, you you erase that off your your liability line, and then the next day you wake up and it's just not there, and it's just the end of it. Yep. In in I think what we talked about in maybe a previous episode was how often happiness in success comes from taking things away, not yeah, adding yeah. to them. So I yep. think this is this is this is a, an important point to say. Often we think of a founder must be successful because they have you know yachts and planes and all this stuff, and that's right. sort of true if that's what you want. But when they really became successful was when one more massive liability was yep. taken away, because success can only be had when you remove the liabilities. And yep. let's face it, payroll is like at the top of the charts yep. when it comes to liabilities, and I think that's why. We realize later on that that's what makes us successful, that we've made that milestone. Sure. Yeah, I know. It's your point. Like, it's, it's one that should be celebrated um, far more than it is. It, it is an, an inconsequential thing. Um, and, of course, you know, it's a continuous battle. I mean, ask a lot of businesses that just came through COVID. Uh, payroll may not have been an issue for a long time. Um, I'll bet they're really appreciative of the fact that, you know, for the ones that made it through it and are, are back to being able to make payroll, uh, they're all probably celebrating that moment. Right? One of those things where once, once you achieve it and it's taken away, you have a much greater appreciation for it. I tell you what, if you've forgotten how important it is, try not making it. This is one of those, yeah, you, you want to test the things that Will and I say, here's a great one. Just, uh, you know, cancel ADP next month and see what happens. See, see, how, see how things go. So what happens with this transition over time is that we start escaping more liabilities. And again, yep. I keep thinking that Folks assume that, that this, the success must feel like all the things we gain. And really, the success, when we look back, starts with all the things we take away, all the liabilities we eject. And yeah. I think if we're being really close to home, 
let's talk about your personal liabilities. The moment, right? All that credit card debt we racked up, uh, you know, right, right. Buying things on credit so that we could reserve cash to make payroll. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. And so there's there's this early time that happens to everybody, and I think everybody thinks it's just them, but it looks something like this. And if you're a founder, you've most certainly been through this. You're at a point where you have to make decisions in the company, but they're not what the best corporate decisions are. They're what either you're going to buy something for yourself, right? Yeah. could be food, or you're going to buy something for the company. Yeah. But it's binary. You get one yep. or the other, right. right? You have to choose. Right. And whenever the company needs to grow, even if things are good, you win a contract or anything else like that, the only person that's willing to fund your business is American Express or MasterCard or Visa or your home equity line of credit or whatever it is, what facility you're using, but it's always you. It's always your yep. dough. And at some point, at some point, you wake up and the company pays for something and you get to buy yourself dinner. Like these, yeah. <laughs> these two things happen separately. Yeah. And you're like, shit, I'm not personally leveraged. Oh man, I just had this conversation with a friend of mine uh, week ago or so he they were trying to make the decision they've got a fair amount of money uh stocked up in the company at this point uh, they've got a good cash reserve uh feeling good about the business and they're still living uh in the three-bedroom house that they bought prior to starting this company um they've grown the company it's been 10 11 years now uh, they also have four kids at this point and they're still in oh, this yeah. three-bedroom home that they did not intend to have four kids in and so this was the discussion. It was like, you know, I just don't really know what to do. It's like, I can pull that cash out. Um, I can buy the house that we want to get. Um, or there's this other division of the company that they're really interested in launching that they think is going to be very lucrative. And it's so even 10 years into this business that he's got, he's looking at having to make the trade-off between do I, do I reward myself personally um, with this cash that's in the company? It's his money. Uh, and yet he's, he's still stuck in this point where, you know, his personal liabilities and the company liabilities aren't really separate. He can't make decisions in isolation. His personal uh, financial life isn't really his personal financial life. It's still very much linked to the company. Uh, and so to your point, man, this is, this is one of those places where, you know, gaining a lot more money would also solve this, but just even being able to fully decouple that and say, I'm going to make decisions independent of what the company's doing, which by the way is what everybody else in the world does, right? An employee doesn't think, should I buy this house or not? You know, I better check the uh, I better check the company's 10k, right? Like, right. <laughs> nobody's doing this. They're just like, okay, I'm making this money now. I'm gonna I'm gonna invest in a house, so they don't have to to go through the the same level of scrutiny that we we do as founders. Where it's like, okay, can I do this? Should I do this? What else does this cost me? Um, which is just such a uniquely uh, uniquely founder type problem. You know. By the way, I just want to mention if. What we're talking about today sounds like the kind of discussion you wish you were having more often. You actually can. You know, we're online all day, every day, working through exactly these types of topics with founders just like you. So any question you would have or maybe some problem you just want to work through, we're here and we love this stuff. And we're easy to find. You know, head over to groups.startups.com and let's just start talking. Well, I think we get conditioned to it for so long. Right. I mean, we're thinking about it for so long because we've been in this this mode for so long where we've been using all our own cash and we're always last to get paid and we're always last in line for everything. Yep. And whenever the company has a problem, it's not the company's problem. It's our problem. Right. Yeah. Uh, like yeah. we have to go fund that problem personally. 
And I think one day we sort of wake up, so to speak. And again, there's a, there's a problem that the company has and it doesn't affect us personally. I don't mean emotionally, right? right? Yep. I mean, financially, like yep. one day we wake up and we're like, wow, the company can pay for that. It doesn't directly come out of my pocket. Right. 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 And I'm not talking about like the money. What, yep. Yeah. I'm not talking about whether we make more profits or anything else like that. I'm saying the point at which either the company can buy a resource or I can eat and it's not yeah. one or the other. Right. right. <laughs> like both, right. rather. And look, I'm not just talking about like distributions and like, you know, can I make more right, money? Right, right, right. That's, that comes much later. That's like, that's yeah. well beyond this milestone. This has to do with when shit hits the fan, um, what's impacted, right? In yeah. other words, if we have a low quarter, maybe I don't take home any money. Maybe I can't pay yep. my, my rent or my mortgage, right? Like those types of things. Or I can't make a life decision because the company isn't stable enough to sustain that life decision. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, we talk about things like I can't go on vacation. This is even more so than that. This is I am forever chained to what the performance of the business is. And yep. the fact that I don't know what it's going to be week to week, month to month, year to year means I'm incapable of making personal decisions. And one day that goes away. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it's so funny how linked these things are at the early stages, especially. I, I was having tacos uh, earlier this week with another founder, and really, really young founder, quality, quality founder. It's going to do some amazing stuff, but he's still at that really early stage. Uh, when it was time to pay, he, he you know, plopped his credit card in there. I, I put mine in, bill goes off. He's, he looks back down at his wallet, looks up, and he and like, it's a shocked look on his face, jumps up, runs down to catch the waiter because he used the wrong card, right? He's at that point now where it's like, you know, we're playing at like $30 close to the line at this point. Yep. Uh, and so he got up and ran after he came back all sheepish. He's like, oh man, I, I almost screwed that up. He's like, that, that was the, the company card and I got to keep at least 200 in there because I got to buy this, uh, this, this thing I need later today. So it's, like, it's so funny. That's the life. At the early stage, man, like that's how close we're playing it. And, you know, lunch uh, is, is sometimes a difficult purchase decision. Uh, so, and yeah. I, think, I think founders think that it must just be me. I must have handled finances poorly or I'm not a good, yep. a good enough founder to be, have these things take care of themselves. Yeah. That's not the case. Like, nope. this happens to everyone. We all go through it. It's all part of the process. It sucks. Yeah. <laughs> That's why we're saying yep. it feels like success when you get on the other side of yeah. it. Yep. When you, you no longer have, have to worry about which credit card the, the card tacos down. go on. Yep. <laughs> and you know that there's the card's yep. going to clear. Like, holy yep. shit, imagine that, right? Yeah. I had a, a period uh, early in my career where I remember uh, I couldn't get money out of the ATM because you had to take out at least $20. And I didn't always have $20 <laughs> in the ATM. I remember having that. Like, I want twelve twenty-five and not a cent more, sir. Yeah, I was like, I need $14, damn it. Uh, <laughs> it's probably here. It's a sad moment. Yeah, that's amazing. But very real. I remember going, uh, this is, you know, in the early days to start my first company, I remember taking my girlfriend out um, to the spaghetti warehouse, which is a very classy establishment in Columbus. And, uh, and I remember the bill came to $22. I'll never forget this. The bill came to $22. And I knew my credit limit on my card was like $24, right? <laughs> Sorry about your tip. Yeah. So what I think is interesting about that, though, is at that moment, you know, when I couldn't pay that $20 bill, that yeah. was the world to me. You <laughs> sure, fast forward man. years later to the parts that people think are the big things. Like when I'm on the car lot buying a Ferrari or I'm buying a big house or something, right? Those were cool, yeah. but those were like 1% as valuable as far as the Delta in success. 
as being able to go to a restaurant and buy my girlfriend dinner, right? right. Like night and day, not even remotely close as far as the Delta in what success feels like. But I don't think we think about it that way because yeah. at the time, we just think we're trying to get rid of liability. And here's the big difference. When we're getting rid of liability, it often happens week over week in these little tiny chunks, yep. right? And we get to a point where we're like, oh, okay, like I guess I can you know, buy lunch or I don't have to chase the waiter down in order to swap out cards, right? And so it, we don't feel it like this penultimate moment. The way it is like when we go to the car dealership and we buy a, you know, whatever car we've been dreaming about forever, like yeah. that, that feels more celebratory. But that moment, you know, driving the car home or whatever is a, a moment. It just feels that way for a moment. But dude, not being able to pay bills or being personally leveraged lasts years. Right? Yes. <laughs> yes. About where the weight of the, the emotion is. And that's why that's where the success comes from. Right. Because you're not personally leveraged, probably for the first time in your life. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for me, it was certainly, yeah, it was certainly the first time in life that I didn't feel that way. Up until that point, you know, I was quite young when all this started and and had never really had that that freedom. Right. And to your point though, it kind of, it comes on so slowly, right? It was, it wasn't like there was something major that happened where all of a sudden now I'm in a different situation. It's something that happens slowly over time. You know, you're, you're kind of chipping away at, at these little liabilities that then free you up to be able to do more of these things that you want to be able to do. And, and I think, again, that's why there isn't like a moment in time that you get to celebrate. It's not like, oh, we landed that big contract. I mean, sometimes that happens. Sure. Yeah, sure. Um, and that may be, that may be part of it, but it's not usually some seminal moment. It's just, a little bit of relaxation around the liabilities, one of them disappearing here, a little bit of cash flow coming in, all of these things happen. And so you don't feel it all at once. It's, you know, you start to get to go out more often, right? You can have three of those nights out a month um, instead of one. And, right. you know, eventually the lifestyle changes over time. It's like anything else. You don't notice that kind of growth because it's, it's continual and it's relatively slow. Um, but boy, when you look back and contrast you know, what your capabilities and your, your personal liabilities and freedom are now compared to what they were at those early stages, it's stark, right? It yes. is as night and day as it can get. Uh, but again, like in the moment, you don't appreciate it. After the fact, you do. Uh, and so I guess this is our way of saying like, appreciate these things more as they happen, right? Try to, it's, try it's to notice to. this stuff happen. It is. It is. Right, but. right. Well, you'll it's, feel it's better. It's hard to appreciate it. having less of a bruise. You know, like still feels like a bruise <laughs> at the time. Yeah, right? well put. Um, but but let's let's put it here though. I, I want to just like go away from all the painful stuff that doesn't happen, and let's talk about like the stuff that happens that is actually just glorious, right? Yeah. That's just fucking great, yeah. right? And so I'll give you a quick story, and and I'm, I'm sure you feel the same because I remember there's a similar version for you as well, where uh, I'm at work, um, and this is the first company. And things are starting to go pretty well, right? Not like it didn't feel well at the time, but it just felt like less pain, whatever. Yeah. yeah. But this really interesting thing happened. We were paying people enough that they could like have real income. And, yep. and all our staff was super young. At the time, you know, we had hundreds of people. The means age was like 27 years old. Um, maybe not even, maybe it was 25. Doesn't matter. We were all very young. Yeah. And I remember the first person on our team uh, came into my office and he closed the door and he was like, almost a little bit shaken. And I didn't, I didn't really understand what was going on. And he said, um, listen, I just want to tell you, uh, my fiance and I, uh, we just put a down payment on a house. And, and I, I thought there was going to be a but, 
Like it was, yeah. was going to be like, uh, and you know, <laughs> right. and the bank came back and said like the check bounced, like you, you missed payroll again or something. I, 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 that's kind of what I was conditioned to know. Right? Yeah. And he's so serious that it was freaking me out. And he said, you know, when we first sat down uh, and I joined the company, you said that we we're going to do X, Y, and Z. To be honest, I didn't believe you. <laughs> it's okay, it's fair. Uh, I didn't believe you. Uh, it seemed crazy. You were talking about this internet thing, and nobody believed this thing was going to happen. But you know, I'm looking around, and it happened. And I have to tell you, I want to sit down and just it's let you know that I'm here, and I want to tell you that we bought this house because of what you built and because of what you brought yeah. me in on. And he sits down and he looks at me, and he just says, "Thank you." And it blew my mind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I did I, first time wait, you heard that. It was unbelievable. Yeah. Like, you, he might as well have told me that. Like, I just won the Super Bowl. It was right. the coolest thing in the world. Just this, this feeling of gratitude. And here's the crazy thing: it felt great because I didn't ask for it. Yeah. It felt great because I never, I never. It didn't occur to me that I'd ever get that. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's, and to it's, be it's, fair, it's, it doesn't come very often. <laughs> But when it does. Yeah. yeah, but I think, so So part of that, I think, is that a lot of that is just obscured from us, right? And I don't know if it's just oh, a comfort point. level thing and because it's personal finance, people aren't coming back and telling you how they're spending their money. Um, in, in my case, I think the anecdote you're thinking of was, uh, it was this was post-sale. So this is one of those times where like you do expect some of these, these kind of seminal things to happen for people. Um, and, you know, I was running a, a company at the time that was built mostly on, on, college students. I was one myself. Uh, and so 90% of the people in the company were still in university at the time. And as, as we exited the company, then, you know, checks went out to people, uh, pro rata and people came back and saying things like, you know, this is awesome. I paid off my student loans. You know, I was expecting to suffer from that for, for years to come. Um, right. and so there were like these really cool moments, but I think those are a bit more obvious, right? It's the, it's the things that happen all the way throughout, like we take it for granted, but like somebody being able to make their mortgage payment or their rent every month, it's a big deal. Yep. Said differently, it really sucks when you don't, right? So again, we, we take it for granted that these things can and should happen, um, but they are valuable. They're extremely meaningful to, to the people that we, that we provide this for, right? And of course, it's, it's, a, it's an exchange of value. Um, this is not gifts we're giving people, it's salary. Um, and you know, they do work that, that makes all this stuff happen. And, there's something just still so exceptionally cool about that. That something that didn't exist that we created this founders goes on to provide lifestyles for people. Um, is really not a better feeling. You know, it, what's funny about that is that I get the sense that the, the friend who I'm thinking about, um, that was, he forgot he even did that yes. right? for him. Well, he remembered buying the house and, you know, in all the, yep. the, the moments he had there, he probably just, uh, you know, a, a kind thing to do and, you know, heartfelt. Uh, but for me, it was one of the most important moments of my life. Right. Yeah. And I think that at some point the business starts saying, thank you. You know, at some yeah. point um, in, in so many ways, we, we start getting, you know, uh, rewarded for our effort in ways we didn't expect and didn't even ask for. You know, I'll give you an example. This has got something, you know, true to you and I, um, we get people that email us about startup therapy. Yeah, yeah. And, all the time. It, all the time. It's awesome. And by the way, if if you have emailed us, thank you. Yes. Um, and if 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 you you know sent a comment or you know mentioned us on Twitter or something like that, it doesn't go unnoticed. No. Right. Not at all. It's awesome. 
And we don't do it for people to say thank you, but it's pretty cool when they do. <laughs> it sure <laughs> it's is. It's pretty awesome. Yes, it is. And, and I think, and Ryan, you, you and I can go on for, with lots of stories about this, but people have sent us some very heartfelt, um, very yeah. deep um, kind of stories that they've shared. Um, and they've said, look, your podcast and startup therapy and maybe what you guys have built, whatever, um, has helped me through this, which is entirely why we're doing this. Yes. <laughs> just really, yep. There's no other outcome here. And that feeling where what we're doing, what we're putting our bones into every day comes back and helps somebody and they just say, thank you. Yeah. is one of the most successful moments I've ever felt. I mean, in my career, it's, it's kind of that simple. And I don't think there's any way to overlook it. No, there isn't. And it, you know, it's been interesting, but as I think back through some of those moments where, you know, anytime one of those things comes through, we, we tend to share it, right? If an email comes into you, it, we, we pass around, everybody gets to see it. You know, if there's a Twitter comment, um, you know, we screen cap and they slack it out to everybody. And it's, it's crazy, but those have created more excitement and more discussion than things like we hit our sales or revenue targets, or, you know, we've launched a new product, right? All those things are awesome too. And I'm not saying they're, they're not as important, but the, the feeling that you get from knowing that this thing that you've you've built is actually having the types of impacts that you wanted to, and in some cases beyond what you expected, is such a special realization. And it is a massive part of what it really means to be successful as a founder. All right, so that was fun. But let's actually keep this conversation going. You've heard what we think about this, but you know, Ryan and I would really like to hear what you think. And we're online like all day long, pretty much talking about every startup topic you could think of from fundraising to customer acquisition to just really how to get all of this crazy startup stuff out of your head. And there's tons of other founders just like you. They're weighing in on these topics. So you'll get a chance to just hang out and meet some really smart founders. We're also super, super easy to find. You head over to groups.startups.com. And let Ryan and I hear what's on your mind. Let's get to know each other a little bit. And let's just start having more of these conversations.